Hey, listeners, if you are thinking about divorce and concerned about your children, please go to my online parenting plan course. It will help you plan how you're going to parent through divorce and beyond. And I promise you, it will keep conflicts from erupting in the future while keeping you centered on your children. Check it out at lisakoski.com. Most people are in a much better position financially than they think. And they only recognize that when we start to go through the budget and we look at the what they've saved so far, how much they continue to save, and what their plan projections look like. And that's where we we leverage technology. We we don't, you know, we no longer have to do this in spreadsheets and back of the napkin calculations. We can take all of your information, put it into this amazing software that we have, and within just a few minutes, we can show you here's what we think the next 30 or 40 years of your life are going to look like. And so many times, well, after we've had that conversation, it is much better. Welcome to Doing Divorce Different. Join family law attorney turned mediator, Lisa Kosky, for candid conversations on how to alleviate the fear of divorce and how to heal through empowerment. Now your host, Lisa Kosky. Welcome listeners. I am so excited today to have Jamie Lima with me. And folks, I was recommended to have Jamie on from Coach Tracy, who you all know from podcasts that I've had. She loved them. I don't know. I think Jamie, you were on a podcast with Tracy or somehow connected that way. But the thing that's so interesting is that she came across you and you work with finances and specifically kind of something new that you're doing. It seems like you've been working in finances for about 20 years or more, and now are kind of helping people through the divorce process with finances starting. And we'll let you talk about that a little bit, Jamie, as we go on. But what I like to do is get your authentic story, because I have so many amazing guests who have been through really difficult things, and it has led them to kind of change their lives and help people. And I love that. So if you can share your authentic story and as you talk, I'm going to take notes and become a better mediator. Then we're going to throw in questions about the financial piece and how you help people through divorce and what people can be thinking of when they're getting a divorce and the finance issue. So we're going to get to that too. But if we can start out with your authentic story. So welcome, Jamie. Well, welcome. I, I, you know, Tracy was an amazing. She and I had a great time on on her podcast. I think that now it's been probably a couple months since yeah. she and I had a chance to chat. So it was it was an amazing conversation. And thank you so much for having me. I'm super appreciative of, of the opportunity. So yeah, and I, I've I've and that background is amazing too. Thanks for doing all that that research on me. And not not quite 20 years. We're creeping up on 20 years here between the education that I have and the hands-on experience. Um, I think I'm at like 18 or 19 years of working in the finance field in some, in some capacity. But yeah, my, my authentic story really stems from, I guess, in two, two places. One being I'm the product of a divorced family. And my, my parents were divorced when I was, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember the age one of these days, but I think it was somewhere between seven or eight years old. Um, yeah. my, my, I remember my sister who's a few years younger than me. She was, she was three or four years old when we were going through that. And it was a really challenging time. And I've told the story a bunch, but, but my parents were, you know, they were very young when, when they had me, you know, I think my, I think my mother and I are exactly 20 years apart. 
So I have a 20 year old stepson right now, and I can't even imagine him trying to raise someone, you know, trying to raise a baby uh, at, at this stage of the game. But she was 20. I think my dad was 22. They, they got started very early and it was, it was probably a struggle in so many different areas. And, and like a lot of, a lot of people that marry, they ended up in divorcing again when I was seven or eight years old. And it was, it was powerful. I mean, I'm, it, from a financial perspective, it was very challenging and, and it kind of shaped the trajectory of my career ultimately and was really what propelled me into finance later on. But then as far as my own personal situation goes in 2017, I went through what I consider one of the most challenging divorces on the face of the planet. It was, it was incredibly challenging. We, we, I dealt with things like domestic violence and parental alienation and financial challenges that were brought up, brought against me and, and things of that nature. And it was just, it was just unnecessary in, in so many different ways. And, and that's really what, what prompted me to finally go back and say, you know what? I, I need to help other people that are going through the same similar experiences. And, and I, I'm not a therapist. I'm not an attorney. I can't step in and, and help them from a legal perspective, but I can certainly help them better navigate some of the financial decisions that they have to make. And it, it's always been a passion of mine and I'm, I'm happy to have the opportunity to do it. It's just, uh, it's, we, we officially, the website officially went live today. So I'm pumped about that. Oh, that's cool. And, and now we can, we actually have kind of a, you know, an, an online business card, so to speak, like we, we all, all of our businesses should have, but I've picked up probably five or six clients over the course of the last few weeks, just because so many people need this type of help. I agree. And I think, I know I send some of my clients to people like you to mm. help them with their finances, but I love your story and I love what you're saying. And your parents must have done something right. Because the reason that I do this is because I'm so passionate about those kids and I want them to come out on the other side of this more resilient. I want the parents to keep those kids in mind. And it sounds like even though it was hard, you used what you went through as an opportunity and it catapulted you into doing financial work. And that is very hopeful to my listeners who have kids who are concerned so. There are all kinds of episodes about how to tell your kids you're getting divorced, how to deal with your kids through the divorce. We're not going to get through that today. And then on the other side, you went through a horrible divorce. And here's the thing. I have the most amazing clients. I have two people that come to me and they want to do this a better way. They don't want to fight it out in court. And I want the world to know that you can do it a better way. You don't have to fight it out in court. And there are circumstances. It sounds, Jamie, like you may have had circumstances where you maybe wouldn't have had the opportunity to work through things together if you were kind of trying to be on the offense or defense of some of these things going on through the divorce process. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, when, when I left my, I, I, my, I think the, probably the last words I left were, I'm going to try to make this as easy as possible because I don't want to fight. I just want to move on with my life and make sure the right. kids are okay. And that, unfortunately, the, the, the response I got was, I'm going to make this as expensive, as painful as possible. There, I, I knew at that point it was going to be certainly going to be a challenge. And, but you're right. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way. It does not, especially with mediators uh, that are, you know, like yourself and, and being able to help people through that navigate, navigate the divorce process. And then people like myself who can come in and help with the financial aspect of things. And 
you know, not to take anything away from the attorneys that are out there, because I, I have amazing attorneys who are. I friends. am an attorney too, and, and, so. yeah, and I have a, I have an attorney who I have an attorney on my team, so I'm not gonna, you know, I don't want to disrupt uh, my relationship with her for sure. But if we're all advocates for the client, it would make sense to have someone to be able to come in and help na- help them navigate the financial aspect of things, because it will keep the cost down, you know. And, and if there's especially if there's a lot of back and forth on the negotiations and so on. You have somebody like myself who can, can step in and say, okay, well, here's plan A and here's plan B, and these are the pros and cons of each, and this is how it's going to you know, help or hurt your argument or the, or the negotiation. It can make the attorney's life much easier, as you know, when it comes time for the negotiation process. So the, the biggest challenge that I've faced, at least in the early phase of my certified divorce financial analyst career is... People are concerned about paying even more fees, right? Like, well, why do I have to hire you if I already have an attorney? And isn't that just going to rack up my bill? And I don't have unlimited resources and so on. But when you start to peel back the onion on their situation you, and it really help them understand, well, you know, if, if I can do the work in three hours, that might take somebody else six or eight. Doesn't it make mathematical sense? And, and that's, um, I think, where we can come in and help support you as attorneys and mediators and so on. Right. And what I've found is that, especially when you're working with attorneys, if they can have someone like you help them prepare everything, because so many times when I get together with clients, they just don't have everything they need. Even though I've asked them a few times, you know, can you do your budget? Can you have your assets? They don't. They don't have the fair market values. And that is a waste of time, Mm -hmm. which can be a waste of money. So I think yeah, you might spend a little bit on having that financial advisor, but it's going to save you money because you're going to be super prepared. I was just going to note that to your point, my one of my very first clients that I took on under under the divorce planning company, she sent me 180 pages worth of documents to sort through and weed through and statements and budgets and everything else. And because because we have the tools and resources, I was able to take that information and distill it down to two or three reports that the attorney would need. In, in a matter of two or three hours, right? Being, and so it, it may seem counterintuitive, but, but in, in a lot of ways, it's, it's certainly not. Yeah, when, when financial advisors are involved in the process of splitting assets for my clients, mm-hmm. it is so smooth, makes my life easier, makes the yep. client's lives easier because they're getting what they need, you know? Absolutely. So, okay, so tell me, tell me about your work and what it looks like. So I know it's new, mm-hmm. but so you get calls from clients who are going to start, you get calls from attorneys who contacts you to, to start working on this. Most, mostly the client. Um, I have a, I have a few attorneys that I do work with that I'm close to um, even my own family, family law attorney myself, who's become a friend of mine over the years. Uh, so, so we'll, we do get some requests from, from attorneys, mostly, mostly the client though. And the work that we do isn't really all that different. There are definitely some differences and there's some similarities to the work that I do as, as a certified. So I am a certified financial planner as well. I run a wealth management company as well. And the work that we do there is really just spending time with the client upfront to learn more about the goals and objectives that they have, gathering the information from them, helping them organize that information, Developing a plan around the, you know, the, the information that they've given us and then presenting solutions to them to help them achieve the goals and objectives that they have. Well, as a certified divorce financial analyst, it's kind of the same thing. 
We sit with you as the client, learn about your what your what your goals are getting through the divorce and and maybe some of the struggles that you think you're going to face, whether it's amicable or not. And then really just trying to figure out what does future you look like? Because that's that's important, important aspect of this, because when you're going through this exercise, you want to make sure that the steps that you take and the decisions that you make along the way are going to put you on the path to get to where you want to be later on. What a lot of people will do, and I made this mistake in my own divorce, is just try to get through it as quickly as possible because you just want the damn thing to be over. And then the next thing you know, you've made made some mistakes along the way. And that's that's not helpful. Right. And often I so, find that people will do something that they're sorry that they, they di- agreed to because they're trying to hurry things along. But absolutely. I, I, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I did have a question. Do you normally work with just one person? Because I've had interesting situations where I have clients who have worked with a financial advisor for years and they both go together and that financial advisor helps them kind of figure out what a fair division would be. Absolutely. We can come in as a financial neutral in that yes. case and and just work with them on, it, it's kind of just, just basically what a mediator would do right and looking at getting down to brass tacks and figuring out what the most amicable uh the most equitable way of dividing assets is and there we, we could we could spend a whole podcast on on what that looks like but we can absolutely do that what i've found so far is usually it's one person you know the the person that and and it's been mostly women so this is not not to be sexist or anything but this is mostly women that have come come forward and asked for the help. And they're mostly, they haven't been the decision makers in the family, the financial decision makers, so to speak. And that's that's what we see see happen a lot. And it's mostly because they, they're in a position where they just don't know where, they don't know where everything is and they don't know what they own and they don't understand it. And that's that's totally normal. Mm-hmm. So if any of your listeners are feeling that way and they're getting, you know, they've already said the dreaded D word and they've told their significant other they want they want the divorce, or they're starting to prepare for it and, and mentally and, and emotionally. If you're anyone that's listening out there right now is just is confused and doesn't understand, you know, what 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 they have and where everything is and so on, one thousand percent you are not alone. Most of the people that we work with feel that way. I would totally agree with you. And I would say too, mostly women, but that not knowing causes so much fear. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to alleviate. And so I think if they can go to someone to get some clarity and, you know, you're talking about their values and what they want for the future, they are going to be better prepared for the divorce process or the mediation process because they're, you know, going to be ready to come to agreements. They're going to know what their bottom line is. So I can't say enough good things about what you're doing. I think it's, I'm so thankful that you're doing it. I mean, thank you for taking something difficult that you went through. And, you know, I can't help but thinking about your ex and how sad that is that when she made it harder for you and spent more money, that was retirement for both of you. That was money for kiddos if they were involved. I mean, that wasn't just her that this was affecting. My hope is that if we can get this word out that, you know, people like her could get that message that you're, you're only harming yourself by putting up that fight. And so I can't help but sense too that when you work with people and help them understand their finances, that maybe they can work better together with the other spouse because they're not going to be coming out of fear or feeling like they're missing something. 
Absolutely. And there, we're in the state of California and the state of California is a no fault state. So whether or not, you know, the, because in her, her argument was always, well, I don't want this divorce. And she didn't really get to choose. You know, she, you know, there's no, this is a no fault state, like many of the states that are out there. Yeah. So this is happening one way or another. We can either, we can either make it easy on everybody or we can make it hard. I'm trying to tell you that I want to make this super easy and just let's just move on with our lives. It's totally fine, right? Like this stuff happens to 50% of the marriages that are out there. Let's just move on. I want the kids to be okay. I want everybody to be, you know, I want, I don't want it. If we don't have to pay for therapists for the next 50 years, that's, that's, that's my end goal for, for the kids. And it just, it just makes it so much worse. So, you know, on the other hand, you know, if you're listening, if any of your listeners out there are, or, or, you know, in that mindset, you, you've got to, you've got to take the blinders off and you've got to look out into the future because, it doesn't hurt anybody, but future you in the long run. Yep. yep. And your kids, yep. if they're and the kids, especially yeah. if kids are involved in, in yeah, it, it can go, it can go one way or the other. And I've, I've seen other situations where the, it's just a, an uncoupling, so to speak, where the you know husband decides that he doesn't want to be married anymore or vice versa, versa. And they just walk away. And those divorces can be done. With a thousand dollars, a thousand dollar investment, and in, in just helping having the documents taken care of, mm -hmm. it could be very, very simple. Mm -hmm. And those are the clients that I have the opportunity of working with yeah. a lot. So I love them, and I'm so appreciative to them doing it that way. And I'm going to start having them on this podcast so they can talk about it. You but should. I'm just yes, I'm just thinking now if we can just like let the listeners know. So if someone is just starting out and they're a little bit scared and they're going through a divorce, what would be the first thing you would advise them to do to kind of start to understand their finances? I would, I would spend some time going through the exercise of documenting what you know. And I've sent a couple clients down this path and I, it's, it's proved to be helpful. The first thing is just, just inventorying your stuff. Going through the house room by room and getting an understanding of do you, you know, what, what are your assets? What are the other, what are the spouse's assets? What do you got? What do you, what do you guys own jointly together? What are, what are, mar we call it marital assets. What are the marital assets? And really just trying to document that. And I would literally go room to room, go through the living room and the kitchen and the dining room and so on and start to inventory those types of things. And that's not a very difficult process. And then start to just organize and document where you think the financial accounts are, you know, does your spouse have a 401k? Do you have a 401k? Are there any additional retirement accounts that are out there? Start to look at statements as they come in. Now everything's electronic these days. So that can, can be a little bit more challenging because you don't necessarily get to go to the, the mailbox and see all of your paper statements, which in some ways is a lot easier to, to go through this exercise in the past, but now everything's electronic. So I would start to figure out where those things are. And really just start to document. And that kind of goes back to your earlier question about what the process looks like. That's one of the things we will help people go through once we figure out the, um, what their goals and objectives are. So that we go through the get, getting all that information organized in our financial planning software. And, and by going through that process, I think it'll be super helpful because it will, it will eliminate some of that stress if you can start mm -hmm. to go, okay, yeah. I think I have a much better handle on where things, I, I'm not, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. And if I can get myself 75, 80% of the way there, then that's usually good enough to get the ball rolling. And as you know, from a legal perspective, it can be, can be super helpful just to have that preliminary information documented. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So then I can't help but ask, 
my head goes to is the next step, figure out your future budget when you're on your own or what is, is that it? We would usually go through the exercise of looking at the existing budget because okay. that's, that's going to help narrow down things like what is my child support? What is my spousal support, potential spousal support look like and help with those calculations. And then we can look at what your future you budget looks like. Are you going to have the, the lawn care? Are you going to keep, well, first off, are you going to keep the house? Who's going to keep the house? If there is a house involved, what, what are your, what's your, what are your living arrangements going to look like? What is that going to cost you? And then go down through the exercise of what are the things you want to keep? What are the things you want to let go of and so on and really figure out how we can tighten up the budget and make sure it's, it's palatable because the other thing that a lot of people think about, think is, well, we had this amazing lifestyle when we were married. Don't I just get to keep that lifestyle and I can go to the spa and I can get my nails done or I can go, you know, golf three times a week or whatever. That life, that life is, doesn't exist any longer. So you have to get it. You have to understand what your new life is going to look like. And it may be a challenge for a few years until you can get yourself on your feet and maybe go back to your career or what have you. But reality says that you're, you're going to have to wrap your head around that and, because your lifestyle is not going to be what it used to be. In a lot of ways, we're the, you know, the chief you know, expectations manager of, of our clients, and we have to manage those expectations uh, along the way. You know, that is such a great point. And sadly, my clients have, a, some of my clients have a really hard time with that. Even when we get down and dirty and look at what they have and what's coming in and you know, and it's not always that the other person can even afford the maintenance that they would need to stay at that level. So mm-hmm. that's something that I kind of try to talk about even in my early in my consultations. Make sure you want to do this because honestly, I haven't found anyone to be better off financially after a divorce. So it is a big deal and it is a business that you're dividing up. But then I'm going to say too, on the flip side of that, I have some people who are on a shoestring budget and they're like, oh, I don't ever have to go out to eat. And you're like, well, I don't want you to also like put yourself in such poverty that you're not going to have any happiness. So that's another thing I try to alert them to. We have to balance that out all the time. It's it, you, and even in the traditional wealth management engagements that we have, where we're working with our clients on retirement planning and figuring out what their retirement's going to look like and, you know, college planning and all that other stuff. It's all about balance. It's all about balance. You have to be able to save for retirement, but you also have to be able to enjoy your life now because let's face it, tomorrow isn't guaranteed. So if you're not enjoying the moment that you have right now and the life that you have right now and, at least go, you know, go have, have that beer or have that piece of cake. Those, all those things that we hear all the time, you have to do those things and balance that out with the long-term planning that we do. And I think that's where we as financial planners, that's where our value lies. It's not in the next, picking the next hot stock or beating the stock market by 5% or whatever it is. Like the, that stuff's good. And I, I guess we want to aim for some of that stuff, but. The real value lies in ensuring you're not sleeping on your kid's couch at the age of 85 because you were more concerned about putting them through college or planning for them and taking care of them than you were taking care of yourself. So we we see that type of stuff happen all the time too. Yeah. I was just like, I think I'm going to take what you said and send that over to my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Because it is is a fine balance of, yes, wanting to have enough, 
mm-hmm. and living. And I think that's just what we're saying with this budget. I mean, it's that kind of planning too for your life. I want my clients to be, I want them to use it as an opportunity to have a better life. I don't want it to be difficult and hard. And so having someone like you to kind of help them get there, I think is, is amazing. And here's one thing I'll add what I've found. And I've been, again, I've been doing this almost 20 years and I've, and right now we, we work with a very small crowd of people. We have, you know, each of us as advisors only work with about 50 or 60 clients. But in my old life, I worked with 450, sometimes 500 clients at these big name firms that I work with. So I've had thousands of these types of conversations over the years. And what I've found is that most people are in a much better position financially than they think. And they only recognize that when we start to go through the budget and we look at the what they've saved so far, how much they continue to save, and what their plan projections look like. And that's where we we leverage technology. We we don't, you know, we no longer have to do this in spreadsheets and back of the napkin calculations. We can take all of your information, put it into this amazing software that we have, and within just a few minutes, we can show you here's what we think the next 30 or 40 years of your life are going to look like. And so many times, well, after we've had that conversation, it is much better. So to your point, why wouldn't you want to spend some money now? I mean, I, I don't think everyone needs to go out and buy a jet ski just for the, you know, nobody go out and buy a jet ski today. Disclaimer, no <laughs> jet ski. Take some time to think about it if you're going, if you're in the market for a jet ski, but you should enjoy your life today as well. I guess back to this point is because when you actually run the numbers on it, it's probably better than you think. Hey friends, you may have heard me mention my swan analogy, how mediation is a lot like a swan gliding on a lake, not necessarily happy, not necessarily sad, but content, calm, and peaceful. I especially want this for my parents. And in custody cases involving alcohol, it can be very difficult to find peace of mind if you're fearful your child's safety is in jeopardy. Soberlink helps ease these concerns and improve child safety, which is why I recommend it to all my clients who raise concerns over a co-parent's alcohol misuse. Soberlink has remote alcohol monitoring technology, allowing parents to receive real-time alerts multiple times a day, ensuring the child is with a sober parent. Similar to mediation, Soberlink is time and cost-effective and worth every penny knowing your child is safe. To begin receiving real-time alerts that your child is safe, And to receive $50 off your device, visit www.soberlink.com slash different. Okay, so I'm looking at the clock. This has gone so fast and it's been so much great information. But Jamie, you know, doing this from my barn. And so as I get towards the end of my episode, I have what I call the saddle up segment where I have my guest Give the listeners one piece of information or advice, a tool, whatever, that something maybe that they can do right now to make their life better. And you've given us a lot. And sometimes people go back to what they've already stated and restate it. But do you have something for the listeners? Yeah, I, I think it's really just like I said, just just maintaining that balance, because that's where the stress comes from. I'm picturing a couple of clients that I work with right now, and and we just had this conversation with them last week. They are so petrified. They are literally so petrified of the outcome of 
the projections that we're going to provide to them this Friday. We have a meeting at 9 a.m. this Friday. And we only have a meeting at 9 a.m. this Friday because they didn't even want to wait another week to get the projections because they were going to literally lose sleep over this. And I kept telling them, listen, guys, yes, you're doing these things. They have, they have four kids. One of them is they're, one's doing track and field and they're doing a lot of travel for that. So there are a lot of expenses. And as many of your listeners know, kids are expensive. So they have all this money going off to the kids and they're doing all these things. And they're almost, they're almost to the point where mentally they're starting to think of, do we need to be doing this much for them? Do we need to take them out of him out of track and field? Do we need to have him in all these swim meets and all this other stuff? And I'm sitting here going, I'm looking at the numbers on the page right in front of you. It is you guys are in an amazing spot. Why would you want to do that to yourselves? You have to live your life and you have to have that balance. I guess ultimately it's at the end of the day, when you run your financial projections and whatever that number is when the end of your planning horizon comes, which is we kind of joking like, oh, the end of your planning horizon, when you're dead, how much is enough? Is it a million? Is it 2 million? Is it 10 million? What is that number? Do you want to spend every dime that you've earned over the years and, and live your life? You've got to ask yourself those questions because, you know, if it's to, if it's to die with $10 million in your pocket, maybe you don't go out to dinner tonight. But for me, that's not the case. I want to, I want my funeral home check to bounce and I want to be, <laughs> I want to have an amazing life along the way. So long winded answer. But, but again, it goes back to the balance and, and, Trust me, I think I think a lot of people that are listening are in a much better spot than they think. They just need to go through the exercise of, of working with a financial planner to figure it out. So, so good. Okay, so if people want to get in touch with you, work with you, how do they find you? The website, which I mentioned was just launched today, is AllegiantDS.com. So it were, it's Allegiant Divorce Solutions. And all of my contact information is on there. I'm sure you'll probably link to it in, in the show notes, yes, what I have, which I appreciate. Thank you. My calendar is there. You can call me or text me right from the website. I, I'm going to have my cell phone right here. So anybody can call me or text me anytime. We, um, we're just happy to help. And, you know, if, if the work that I do with Allegiant isn't, you know, a fit for, you know, what, what somebody needs, I have five advisors on my team and significant group of advisors that are outside the company that I can refer them to if not. So I'm happy to help wherever I can. Wonderful. So listeners, if you're needing some financial support going through a divorce or even just in general, give Jamie a call. He's great. Jamie, thank you so much for being here today. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Take good care. Hey, I just wanted to pop in here quick before this whole thing winds down. And I want to tell you about my parenting plan online course. It is for you if you are terrified that divorce is going to ruin your children. I'm here to assure you that you can co-parent really well together. And I have an online course that is going to walk you through a parenting plan you will have a piece of your divorce done. If you want to work with a mediator, you can bring the paperwork in and that portion is complete. It's easy, affordable, quick, and effective. And it will be part of your divorce paperwork if you'd like it to, or you can just use it to co-parent well with another parent. It goes over all the things that you may not be thinking of 
when you're in the midst of an emotional time like divorce. So please go to lisakoski.com, check on my online courses and sign up for the parenting plan course now because when parents work together, they can mitigate the damages caused by divorce to their children. Thank you for listening to the Doing Divorce Different podcast. Connect with us at lisakoski.com and sign up for our newsletter.